Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Leadership Lean In. Can you believe it? We're going every week. We are doing short form content. We are just having the time of our lives. It is the month of December. Merry Christmas to you. We are coming to you live from Los Angeles, the greatest city in the whole wide world. And uh, we are privileged. We are thrilled to be joined together talking about the subject of leadership. I had a mom a mother of two, uh, texted me this last week and told me she just discovered Leadership Lean In. She enjoyed it. She enjoyed the format. She enjoyed the conversation, sitting down, and it was it was a great text to receive. Thank you for everybody that is letting us know that this podcast is helping you on your leadership journey. Remember, uh, it's not my line, but it's one of my favorite lines. When the leader gets better, everybody gets better. So, We are leaning in to the subject of leadership so that we can learn and grow just a little bit more. I'm jumping right into the content today, right down the title, if you're taking notes. And I say that because a lot of people, when they they tag Leadership Lean In, they show the notes, they've written down the notes, and then the podcast in the background. So thank you to everybody that's taking notes, or maybe you're on your run right now and you're like, I can't take notes, I'm on mile three. Okay, keep going. You run, some of us will write. Everybody, we're learning together. Okay, I want to talk to you today about the requirements of being a leader. Being a leader, I love this line, the more responsibility I have, the less rights I have. So when I gain in responsibility, title, position, oversight, maybe I'm a manager at my store, whatever it is, the more responsibility I have, the less rights I have. And the more responsibility I have in leadership, I have to understand there are requirements for me to do this job. Now, I'm just going to give you a few. These are all found in the Bible. First Timothy chapter 3, if you're, you're looking and you're wanting to find where am I finding these, I'm going to give you six R's that are requirements for you to be a leader. Number one, you must be above reproach. Translation into today's culture, you can't be sketchy. You can't be duplistic. You can't be deviant. You can't have stuff where it's like, ah, it's kind of weird. How come you guys DM, you know, like that? How come you're over at so-and-so's house that late? I just, no, when you live under reproach, there's tons of compromise. There's chinks in the armor. There's, there's just, there's not a lot of character. But when you're above reproach, you have impeccable character. You have an impeccable, uh, impeccable integrity. And people can count on you being the real deal. You live a life above reproach. Recently, uh, someone was telling me a great story about th- these two guys were leaving a house late at night. And there's, uh, there was a guy and another girl in the house. And they get about a block away and the driver goes, yeah, he's got to turn around. So he turns around the car and he goes back to the house and he walks in and there for maybe 60 seconds, gets back in the car and start leaving. And the passenger turns and says, what was that all about? He said, ah. I just had to just tell him, like, I don't like this. Something doesn't add up. 
not, this is not good. This doesn't look good. You as a leader have to live above reproach. It's not a lot of accusations around you. It's not a lot of suspect behavior around you. You're clean. There's not a lot of mixture. You got, you got good moral behaviors and then you got like oh, this little, no, you're above it. That's the requirement of being a leader. Phenomenal character. Number two, you are respected. The world understands this. They say, put some respect on my name. Every leader wants to be respected. Let me just teach you something about respect and loyalty. If you want respect, respect others. If you want loyalty, be loyal to others. But the other thing about being respected is that you live a life worthy of respect. That you know what you as a leader, it should be easy for people to really respect you. I respect your work ethic. I respect the way that you handle your affairs. I respect the way that you have longevity of relationship. I respect the way that you always, you know, hold your tongue and you don't just gossip. I just, I respect, you know, your attitude. I respect that you're consistent. I respect how long you've been doing this. I just, wow, I have a ton of respect for you. This is a requirement of being a great leader. In other words, remember verse two, we're talking about being trusted and respected. It takes years to build trust and seconds to lose it. And it takes a long time of living a certain life of requirement for you to have some respect on your name. I want to implore you today, be a leader that is respected. It's like, you know what? I got a lot of, of, of admiration for your talent and wow, you've got a gift and whoa, you are really good at this. But you know, above that, I really respect the way you handle your leadership. Number three, you're responsible with money. This is a requirement of being a leader. You can't be a great leader and be bad with finances because being a, a, a leader and being the oversight of managing people, properties, positions, whatever you're going to do in leadership, money is, as they say, money makes the world go round. So money is a reflection of stewardship. The more I handle money well, the more confidence it gives me to steward my life and others God has given me to have influence over their lives. So I just go, you know, money's a big deal. Money's a big deal to me. Money's a big deal to God. Money's a big deal to other people. Money, one of the closest things to every person's heart is money. And the more I can prove to others that I am a good steward of finances then I gain their trust and their respect, and they trust me with the dollars that are coming through our corporation. I, I, for me, I'm, we've, we've been running this business, you know, you call it a business, I call it a church, overseeing God's money. This is not my money, it's God's money, and it's God's people's money, and I take this very seriously. So in our line of work, for you it's a business, for, for us it's church, which is not a business, but I get what you're saying. So for me, I go, I want to take so seriously my stewardship over finances because in our line of work, God's so serious about it. He said, if you can't handle earthly wealth, I can't even give you spiritual wealth, wealth that the world will never have. So I want to be so good at handling money because it's important. It's God's people's money in, in our line of work. And there's something greater on the other side of being a good steward. So I can't encourage you enough. If you're not good with money, you don't have a budget, 
go get a budget. You don't know how to save money. Start 2021 off this next year with saving money. I think every leader ought to be really good at earning money, saving money, and giving money. That's just part of leadership. I know how to earn money, I know how to save money, and I know how to give an absurd amount of money away. Earn, save, give. And the more I take that seriously, every you ought to know the value of a dollar. So you're not wasteful, wasteful with this, that, and the other. The other day, we had a great meeting with our accountant, my wife and I. We have a, a phenomenal accountant and helps us with all the things we got going on in our life. And we are looking at our budget together. And we found, oh, Julia, you should have seen her eyes. Her eyes popped, boom, just, oh. I see how I can save us $150 a month. I mean, you would have thought we were talking about $150,000 a month. But she's we're into the weeds. We're into the details of money. And what does that do? That breeds confidence in us, in our marriage, and in those that are around us that I am good with money. Please hear me. This is a requirement of leadership. You got to be above reproach. You got to be respected, but you got to be good with money. People that they know when they come around you, they're bad with money. It's like, ah, there's something off there. You're a leader. You should be great with handling finances. It says so much about you. Number four, you're really great at home. I love this one. Leadership starts at home. It is always, leadership is always this way. It is heart, home, and then performance. Heart, home, and then what you do. If you're a coach, you're a teacher, you, you, you're an entrepreneur, you have a business, whatever you're doing. You're, you're an actor, heart, home, whatever you do, occupation. It, leadership starts in my heart and then it second manifests in my home. Great leaders, here's a requirement, you can't have your home in chaos and your life in order. If your home is in chaos, that means everything's in chaos. And pretty soon that thing's gonna tell on you. So you ought to always work in order. It starts with my heart. My heart is healthy. My heart is healed. I'm not carrying bitterness, baggage, bondage, brokenness. No, I'm doing my best to have a healthy, clean, happy heart. And then my home. I want to serve my home. If I work 60, 70 hours a week and I give myself to this project or this position or this company and I neglect my home, your home is going to tell on you. Your home, the result of that, the fruit of that. We'll look at the root of it because the fruit of it was bad. And so talking about the character of a leader today, reputation, respect, really good with money, and really good at home. Put a premium on serving your house. Growing up, I'm a pastor's kid, and growing up there was this the famous little line that people would say, you know, anybody can go to Africa on a mission trip. Serving God in Africa is not the hard thing to do. Serving God in your own home is the hardest mission trip that you will ever take. And I believe that to be true today for you and for me. For me, the place I put the highest premium on is with my wife and my kids. Am I serving and loving and giving virtue and energy, time and dedication to them? Because if I am, I will go heart, home, and in my world, church leadership, and everything will be in order. If I go, I'm focused on church, and I give a little bit here, and I neglect here, <laughs> I am missing out on the requirements of being a great leader. Heart first, home second, and then whatever you're doing. I hope this is encouraging. I'm not, I'm not trying to discourage you today. Now, trust me, 
I've not set out to discourage anybody today. I'm trying to encourage you on the requirements of being a great leader. Number five, you are recommended by others because of your proven character. So I don't know if you know this, but your name either opens doors or closed doors for you. You're living off your reputation. You are living off your name. Your life, your leadership, your name is going to open doors, swing them wide. Oh, they're the best. They're the kindest. They are the real deal. They are oh, selfless, humble. They're the gr- People are right now, they are either bragging behind your back or they're talking bad behind your back. By the way, you're giving people some something to talk about. You're giving them good things to say or bad things to say based upon your proven character or lack thereof. So if people are talking, which they are, let's give them something. Oh, that old song. Let's give them something to talk about. That when they leave your presence, people go, you know what? I've known this person for years, and one thing I know about them, they know how to apologize. They know how to make things right. One thing about them, they're above reproach. They, man, I respect them. You know, one thing I've noticed about so-and-so, they are good with money. You know, I've always really believed and trusted about them. They serve their house really, really well. Either that's what's going to be recommended and talked behind your back, or it's going to be the thing that is the demise and the downfall. You decide. No one is creating the narrative of your reputation more than you. This is the requirement of being a great leader. If you're going to be a great leader, you got to do a great job of being a steward of your own reputation. By the way, one of the best bits of advice I ever got, if somebody thinks something that is wrong about you, prove them wrong. Don't sit in silence. Prove them. Hey, do you think this about me? No, 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 I live above reproach. Oh, sweet. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm respected. I, 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 don't, I don't operate that way. Oh, finances? My money is in order, and I know where every dollar and every cent goes. Oh, no, 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 no. excuse me. Wait, wait, I've got my home in order, and I would never be somebody that works 75 hours a week and neglect my children and my wife. Uh-uh, 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 no way. If somebody thinks something is wrong about you, prove them wrong. You're living off the recommendation of others based upon your proven character. And the last one, number six, this is very spiritual, but it it will translate to all categories of life, is that you are repentful. In other words, you have the ability to show remorse and sorrow for the the issues or the downfall or the, the mistake that you've made. Okay, you've made a mistake. Welcome to the club. Okay, you did something imperfect. Um, no one is perfect. But I always find the requirement of a great leader is that they have the ability to take ownership. You know, I misjudged that. You know, I promoted so-and-so too early. You know, we shouldn't have spent our money there. We should have spent our... And they can own their mistakes. Don't play the blame game for wherever you are. It is not their fault. You keep producing, you keep giving, you keep loving, and you keep going. But when you make a mistake, own the mistake. You know what? I got to just... I blew it. You know, in June, uh, when this happened, um, I, I, I made a mistake here. In, in July, you know, this last year in 2020, um, I noticed, I, I said this thing and I just, 
last August. I just want to, and whatever you got to do to go back through the records of your life to make right relationships, to make right problems in the company, whatever you got to do, it's just like, I got to turn away from that. I got, I'm not going to be that way anymore. I had an outburst of anger. I had a, a, a slips, a whoops. And it, you know what? You have made a mistake, but you are not a mistake. Don't be held down by insecurity that says you've got to be a perfect leader. No, no, no. The requirement of a great leader is to take ownership and responsibility of areas that they've missed it. So you are not great because you never make a mistake. You are great because you own the mistakes that you have made. Because guess what? People will admire your strengths, but they will relate with your weaknesses. So when you say, hey, I got a weakness. Hey, I got a propensity. Hey, I got, I'm, I'm prone to this. I'm susceptible. I, I'm not perfect. People go, you know, me too. You, you do that. You, I, we have this in common. And I think this will take you so far. So again, these are requirements. Again, reproach, be above reproach. Don't be sketchy. Nobody likes to sketch. Nobody likes to leave. They're like, oh, I don't know what they do when they leave the office. No, you got to be trustworthy. Have, be, be, be so respectable that people are like, just like, I respect them through the roof. Be so good with money. It's like, oh, you are like Dave Ramsey. Oh, you are just... Wow, they are good with money. And I just, I trust them. I would even trust them with my money because they're a good steward. Be good in your house. I mean, just phenomenal. Just know what you're doing really good at home and have a great reputation. You're recommended by others. And the last one, we already hit on it, but be repentful. If you make a mistake, just own it quick, own it fast, and let it be just everybody in the, in the workplace knows. Man, they own that. They, they, they're not above going. No one is above saying sorry. How far can I'm sorry get you? Oh, it goes great in marriage. It goes great. I, I say sorry to my kids. I apologize to my seven-year-old. Hey, you know, Dad, I, you know, I just, I had one too many croissants. I shouldn't have done that. You get it. These are the requirements of being a great leader. Hey, we are off for a few weeks. We are going to come back in the month of January, taking the next few weeks off for the holidays. I hope you have a phenomenal Merry, Merry Christmas with you and yours and a Happy New Year. Close the books on 2020 really, really well because how you end something determines how you start something. Hope you have the best New Year's 2021. Get ready. We're going to lean into leadership and become who we are called to become. I love you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2021. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.